Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lion Star Sports. Make sure to check them out on Twitter at Lion Star app and at Lion Star MLB and download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You won't regret it. Everything you need to build your DFS lineups in the palm of your hands, the chat rooms, the values, stack tools, optimizers, everything, and much, much more. So go download that in your normal app stores and enjoy it. You can find myself on Twitter at BDentric and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports, Scott Bogman, how are we doing, man? I can't believe we didn't have any no hitters this weekend. So sense of normalcy, sense of normalcy. I, I was just a little underwhelmed, but I mean, Jesse Winker hit all the home runs, all of them, and then Miguel Sano hit all of the other home runs. And then Austin so, Riley had all the rest of them, and, and then Austin Riley <laughs> cleaned it up with the rest. So yeah, there was some guys that were absolutely white hot this uh, this weekend. So it was still a fun one, even though my Diamondbacks are like. Oh, for the last 13 on the road, uh, just miserable recently. So they haven't been fun to watch, but at least the rest of the league has been fun. Yeah, Giants got swept by the Dodgers, so a sense of normalcy taking place there as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. The, Ray, the Rays have won 10 in a row. Um, right, just like we all predicted. Yes, it's baseball, baby. That's all I got to say, <laughs> but it was a wild offensive week, and kind of like you're hinting at, I saw um, some statistical uh, Twitter accounts mentioning like the highest OPS days we've had in the entire season. So it's starting to heat up around the country. Those bad weathers disappear and the ball's going to start flying folks. It's not so, that bad here. You know, it hasn't, uh, it's not supposed to hit triple digits again until June, I think. So wow. You not horrible yourself, but yeah, probably, but yeah, that's what the air conditioners for. So you're good. That's you're right. Good. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be like low eighties this week, so I'll be okay. But uh, we have a fun six game slate to get your Monday started. Not too heavy. Just, you know, ease your way back into the, the weekday grind that is MLB DFS. Hope everybody had a great weekend, but uh, we'll get this one popping for you. And we'll start it off with the wonderful Colorado Rockies at the New York Mex. We have Austin Gomber and um david peterson in this one the over under is seven which is hilarious when you think of the two pitchers on the mound Bogman. <laughs> but uh gomber's 56 on dk 7000 on fandle and peterson 7000 on dk 8000 on fandles and i know you're gonna, gonna disagree with me probably but i think both pitchers are lively today no i i'm actually on board with that so <laughs> we're getting gomber, gomber together yes uh, one earned run in his last two starts and the mets are hitting 210 over the last two weeks so uh which i believe is 27th in the league it's really really low peterson's i think i'd rather go with gomber just for the fact that he's just way cheaper uh specifically on DK, but Peterson's been up and down his last three starts, one and two thirds innings in his last one. That was horrible. Then he had a quality seven and a third inning start. And before that, he had four and two thirds. But this is a good matchup against the Rockies, who haven't been hitting that well. And um, his XFIP is 3-1-2, and it's more than a half a run, a run and a half lower than his ERA, which is 497. So looks like everything's adding up for Peterson to get back on track. This could be the game, but Gomber has been pretty solid himself and is cheap and the Mets haven't been hitting. So I think I kind of like Gomber today. I think I'm with you. 
Yeah, I like Gomber quite a bit, and uh, I even picked him up as some season long leagues. I'm doing it again because I like I'm, a, I'm like a, a sadist or whatever they call it, masochist, whatever masochist. you want to call it. Yeah, masochist. Yeah, it's big vocabulary over here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just the matchups are too good. They really are. He's not this like he has the blowups because that's why he's not an ace pitcher. But you look at the other outings, like you mentioned, he's been very serviceable, and he's fifty six hundred dollars on DraftKings, seven thousand on Fanduel. Maybe not use him on Fanduel where you need the quality start and stuff like that, but. On DK, he could throw you know five six innings, give it three or four runs, and strike out six or so, and you're still sitting pretty. Uh, and then on the Peterson side of things, I think Peterson will be very popular tonight. Um, I think cheap pitching when we get done talking about things could be an interesting way to go with all the offense we're seeing these days. But you look at Colorado; they're striking out 32 percent of the time on the road versus left-handed pitching, hitting 216. So um, yeah, you can have some fun with that if you want to. I think both pitchers are very live, and for that reason, I'm just avoiding the bats in this game unless you just want to get freaky with a couple guys, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's been bad on both sides. So I have like three Rockies hitters that have been good in Fuentes, Crone, and, and Blackman. And then Thomas Nido is like the only Mets guy that's been hitting over the last week or so. So uh, I'm pretty much going to pass on bats here. I'm with you. Yeah, but pitching or bust in uh, in New York. Cleveland at Detroit on this one. We have uh, the wonderful Sam Hinches versus Spencer Turnbull coming off the no-no. Over under of nine in this one sounds a little more appropriate <laughs> on this one. Uh, Hinches is 53 on DK, 56 on Fanduel. Turnbull, 79 on DK, 86 on Fanduel. And Bogman, I usually have my golden rule. After a no-no, we attack. But we're facing one of the three teams that's been no-no twice. <laughs> and we got Spencer Turnbull's only 79 on DK, 86 on Fanduel. It's hard for me to go back to the well on this one. I know. Turnbull's <laughs> not a bad option either, just like the first two options, which has made hitting in this slate somewhat thin. Uh, first game since his no-hitter, like you mentioned before, and Cleveland over the last two weeks is hitting 219. So uh, not good, just a little bit better than uh, the Mets. So there is a little PVB data here against Turnbull. Jose Ramirez is 7 for 16. That's 438 with a triple and uh, three doubles against him. Three for nine for Cesar Hernandez. And then, you know, some Detroit bats have been hot. Miggy's been hitting over the yeah. last week. Uh, he's 34 and 25, not a bad option. Robbie Grossman's been one of the best players in baseball over the last week and a half, 4,729. Eric Haas, uh, the catcher for Detroit, has been hitting, and Ahmed Rosario's been hitting a little bit. So there's a little bit going on here, but I kind of like Turnbull. I think I would still rather go with Gomber just because he's still cheaper, way cheaper, but Turnbull's not a bad pivot. Yeah, Turnbull's very, very live for me in this one, and this is why when we get done, we'll recap pitching, I think, and I could team up two cheap pitchers and just load up on the couple bat situations here. And Turnbull is one of those guys that I have no problem going back to against the Cleveland offense. That's just dreadful. And I like the Eric Haas call. I've been using him a lot as a value catcher over the last four or five days. He's been coming in really nicely. Not sure I want to go all in with the Tigers bats, but it might be where we have to go at some point, at least a mini stack yeah. to differentiate things just because things are limited on this slate. Very. San Diego Padres at the Milwaukee Brewers. We have Blake Snell versus Brandon Woodruff on this one. Over under of seven, which that sounds appropriate now. Um, we have Blake Snell, 89 on DK, 93 on Fandle. Woodruff, 10-6 on DK, 10-7 on Fandle. Both, both really good pitchers. Snell finally put one together his last time out. Are you going to any of these guys? Yeah, I think Snell is probably going to be my favorite pitcher on the slate. And, and it's tough to pick between him and Woodruff because Woodruff has eight quality starts in a row. But I think I'd just rather go with Snell because Milwaukee has been hitting unbelievably terrible. 194 in the last two weeks, and Snell's coming off of his best start of the year. Uh, so I think it's time to buy Snell, especially when he's not 
you know, there's a couple other guys on this slate that are still more expensive than him. He's not going to be like, I think he's fifth highest uh, on both. So somewhere in that neighborhood, but yeah, I like Snell, which kind of once again, makes me not like either of the, the sides of the bats. There's a little PVB data here. Uh, Victor Carantini is three for eight with two doubles against uh, Woodruff. And then Jackie Bradley Jr. is six for 20 with four doubles against Snell, but not much after that. I mean, there's guys on San Diego that have been hot too. You know, Tatis, you can always buy. He's just really expensive. Cronenworth has been good, and he's cheap on FanDuel, 2700 Profar is 2200 over there. And Adamas has been hitting since getting traded. Colton Wong and Omar Narvaez have been hitting a little bit, but I really like Snell here. Yeah, I like both these guys. Snell, I just I never get right, so I usually just avoid him because I just <laughs> I get worried he'll go deep enough. And he did it this last time, but before that, I don't think that someone said he hadn't gone through six innings in like since 2019 or something. Like he just doesn't go deep into games. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but he looked great last time, and and the Brewers strike out a ton. So if you want to go that way, you can. I think Woodruff. I'm not sure I'm in on him yet, but I think he's going to be a great tournament play because most won't use him against the Padres. So yeah. if you need to go there, I think he's a very – you can get a low-owned ace, basically. A tough matchup, no hiding that, but a low-owned ace is pretty nice on these small slates. Uh, Baltimore at the Minnesota Twins. We have John Means versus Matt Shoemaker, over-under of nine on this game, and this is the game that I think I might be having some fun at. Means is 10-2 on DK, 91 on FanDuel. Shoemaker, 58 on DK, 6,000 on FanDuel. Are you going to John Means in this one? No, he, the price is just too high. Uh, you know, uh, he's still a decent start here, uh, but I'm I'm not going to pay up for him. And Shoemaker just has no K upside. 5.63 K per nine, uh, 3.6 walk per nine. That's too close for me. So I'm with you, Bubba. It, it's bats. Mm -hmm. It's Mancini, Mountcastle, Severino. We talked about Sano and how hot he's been. Uh, Cruz has missed a bunch of games in a row, and Ref Snyder's been hitting, and he's cheap, 24 and 21. Kirilov, Kepler. Uh, I'm I'm more stacking bats in this game because I don't like you side of the pitching too much. Yeah, I got no problem going with the Twins against Means. Like Means is a good pitcher and he could throw one together, but he has struggled a bit of late. And if you get to that Baltimore bullpen, that's where the goods be, can be had. And I love Baltimore bats. I used them all weekend against Washington. I've used them a lot this year, to be honest. But you're getting a guy like Shoemaker who you mentioned the strikeouts. He pitches the contact. He's not striking yeah. anybody out. So I don't care how good you think an offense is or how bad you think it is. They're professional ball players and they're putting the ball in play. More often than not, it'll eventually will pay off. So uh, give me the Baltimore Orioles. You can get a lot of them cheap. Mancini's worth the price, by the way. He's been raking. But uh, you can get a lot of cheapies with Hayes, Mountcastle, uh, Santander's back, and he's cheap. There's lots of nice pieces to this Baltimore offense so you can have some fun and then maybe pay for some more expensive bats if you find them later on. St. Louis Cardinals at the Chicago White Sox. We have Kwong Hung Kim versus Lance Lynn over under eight in this one. Kim is 73 on DK, 75 on FanDuel. Lynn is 93 on DK, 10,000 on FanDuel. It's a tricky one. I kind of just want to avoid both pitchers in this one, but I don't know. What's your thoughts here? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Kim just uh, hasn't put together in two of his last three starts, four innings and three and a third. So pass on that. And Lynn is good, but he's just too expensive. I'd rather go with Snell. So uh, not going to have many shares. So there's some bats here. Once again, even though 
I think I'd be more in on bats on the White Sox side against Kim than against Lynn because Lynn can go out there and shut anybody down. But um, so for me, it's Madrigal, Mercedes, Moncada, uh, Lurie Garcia have all been hot. And then on the St. Louis side, obviously, anytime you want to buy Arenado, that's fine. Uh, and he's been good recently. Edmund uh, and Mundo Sosa, whenever he's in there over the last week, he's been hitting. And Tommy Edmund has been pretty good recently, too. So those are the bats I'm looking at for this game. And I'm not going to pay up for pitchers. It's definitely one we can take advantage of, and especially the White Sox versus left-handed pitching. It's something to exploit. Tim Anderson can rake Abreu in deep on Sunday. Um, Andrew Vaughn is crushing lefties. Roldis Chapman deep on Sunday in the ninth. Um, if you look at his splits between lefties and righties, it's pretty eye-opening for Andrew Vaughn. So lots to like with the White Sox in this one. They'll probably be popular on this small slate, which could mean a little St. Louis on Lance Lynn action could be interesting. I like Lance Lynn a lot, but you got to get weird at some point in time, and that might be the spot to do it. Our last game of the evening, the Seattle Mariners at the Oakland Athletics. Kikuchi versus Frankie Montas, over-under of eight in this one. And you got Kikuchi at 83 on DK, 89 on FanDuel. Montas, 62 on DK, 84 on FanDuel. That price on Montas against the Seattle Mariners is so enticing, Buckman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like both these pitchers here. Uh, Kikuchi, 26 strikeouts since last three uh, starts. Quality start in each. And he's a pretty decent price here, like you said. Montas specifically on DK is crazy low five starts in a row, at least five innings pitched and three or fewer runs. And this is a great matchup. So uh, Montas and Kikuchi are probably my two and three on the slate behind Snell. So there is a little PVB data here uh, against uh, Kikuchi for Oakland three for 11 for Chapman with a bomb four for 14 for Olsen with a double and a homer against Kikuchi um, or against Montas, excuse me, two for six for um, Hanniger with a homer and three for nine for JP Crawford. And then some A's bats have been hot in Luriano, Canna and Murphy. But like you said, I think uh, Montas is going to be one of the higher owned pitchers and probably the most popular number two in this slate, right? Yeah, I like Montas quite a bit at $6,200. Like on FanDuel at 84 you can maybe make arguments for other players. And on FanDuel, you don't have to take the value because you can just pay up for one like Woodruff or Snell or whoever if you want because there's so much value on hitters there. On DK, yeah, yeah. be a little different here, and Montas will be very, very popular. I like Kikuchi, but at the same time, I kind of like the A's bats in this one. Like Loreano and Connor crushing everything. You mentioned Murphy. Olsen went deep on um, on Sunday, and you know lefty-lefty could get a low-owned piece there. You're just going to have to pick a spot here because there's no like blowing it away stacks here. Like the White Sox is probably the most obvious one to target in this one. So you're going to have to kind of find what you like and roll. Um, yeah. So that'll, that'll be kind of interesting there. Before we kind of give some our final thoughts on this slate, everybody, make sure you give a, a rating review to this podcast on iTunes, the uh, On Deck MLB DFS podcast. We'd really, really appreciate that. And if you'd rather watch our pretty faces instead, just listen to us. You can go to the Line Star YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share, all the good stuff over there. And again, go download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it at all. So, Bogman, real quick before we head on out of here, um, recapping things here. We talked about the value pitchers, especially on DK. It's, it's crazy value. We mentioned kind of liking Turnbull at 79, Montas at 62, Gombers at 56. You can go Peterson at 7. You got Snell at 89. None of these guys are over $9,000. Uh, how, who, who kind of stands out to you, your, your favorites in that group? I mean, I, I think I like the matchups. So I like Snell, um, you know, against Milwaukee. And I, then I like Montas against Seattle. I think the, I'm going to play matchups here. Yeah. I think I'm going to be kind of hovering around the Turnbull Montas Gomber threesome and just praying. 
That's kind of where <laughs> I'm at. And basically, so what you got to do in a six game slate, you know, especially one without like the like standout like ace ace situation. Like our aces are facing San Diego, so that yeah. that's a little different. Um, at that same time, what are some of your favorite stacks in this one? Uh, there's not a lot to like as far as stacks go. Maybe the White Sox against Kim a little bit there. Um, then maybe uh, Detroit against Cleveland. If you want to stack says, like says everything about this slate right there. Yeah, Haas, Grossman, and Cabrera. But there's there's not a lot of stackability in this slate at all. Yeah, the only other ones that I love Baltimore. That's that's one I just always use. And then um, I could see it's a Minnesota or Oakland if you want to be a little different. But it's, it's going to be a, a very, very weird slate. But with all that being said, there will be offense, just like there will be blood. There will be offense. <laughs> so follow. Drink your milkshake. You drink all of the milkshake. <laughs> um, make sure you follow LineStar on Twitter at LineStar app and at LineStar MLB. And every Monday through Friday, they will tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, Ryan Humphreys, and myself. And if you retweet the tweet, three lucky fans will be chosen to potentially win some free swag. If one of our picks goes deep, you win. So with all that being said, Bogman, on this six-game Monday, May 24th slate, who's your home run call of the day? Give me Yoan Moncada now against Moncada Kim. Now. My guy, Yoan Moncada, he's going to go yard today. Let's get it. I like it. I like it a lot. I think the White Sox is a very good one to go to, but I'm going to stick to my guns. I wrote him down the second we talked about this game. He returned from the IL a couple of days ago. Matt Shoemaker is garbage. Give me Anthony Santander going deep against the Twins in that matchup. So it should be a fun one. I'm going to stick with my guns with Baltimore. It's probably Baltimore White Sox is where I'm planting my flag yeah, for the most part. You're a huge Baltimore fan today. That's what you're going to be. They've been with them all weekend. They've done, they've, they've done me very good. Very good. That's, was that Baltimore or Philadelphia? That's the, that's a little of both. You know. <laughs> oh, with that said, well, we're going to start wrapping things up here again. Follow LineStar on Twitter at LineStar app at LineStar MLB. Bogman is on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I am at BD Hendrick. Enjoy your Monday. We'll be back with you on Tuesday with a big slate to break down for you. But for now, good luck, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.